fucking bring it on. Fucking hi. Oh hi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in a weird mood. I'm on a fart chair. So are you. What do you mean on your fart chair? We're on the weird, like leathery ones. That's not. No one can hear that. Okay. No one. I, you had to do such weird things then to make that chair fart. Like Josie was literally like sliding down the chair slowly, pushing her ass into the chair to make it make a noise. I just usually use the other chair. Now I'm paranoid. Now she's being high maintenance. If you she's guys, got, we've gotten to this point, guys. Yeah, she's at the point where she needs the special chair. I need my own personal podcast chair. If I don't have my personal podcast chair, then I'm not doing it. I can't work under these conditions, Melissa. <laughs> Um, it takes a lot of effort to do this podcast. <laughs> to sit here and listen to you talk. We're laughing about that because I researched today, as Yay. I always do. Classic big male areas there. Big male areas. To be fair, mm. we've got some bad news, which yeah, we should tell should we you. Break you break news? it because you're the most incensed. Okay. So, we did a live show, as you guys know, and we've been talking about it ever since because we were really excited and people in the group had been and they were talking about jokes from it and people asked hey is that going to be live and went on on the show and we said yep we're going to upload it basically we got the files back from the venue and half of the podcast half of the episode didn't actually record the file was corrupted and, and that was the half the bigger half the first half my story the bigger half which then make, makes the second half not make a lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I talked for like a hundred years and Mel talked for a very brief amount of time and it was Mel's recording that actually worked. So we're not going to be able to post the live episode. Which is really devastating because... I'm so upset. We were really fucking funny. It was we really funny. on our game. We were like Amy Schumer and... Amy Schumer. What's another female comedian? Amy Schumer and also another Amy Schumer. Well, two, two Amy, Amy Schumers, Schumers up there. And two, the, just these two, the two Amy Schumers of Australia. <laughs> yeah. Just Tina fucking Fey. There's one. Amy Poehler. I had other ones Amy in my head. Poehler, I just thought it was funnier Tina if it was Fey. these two Amy Schumers. Two Amy Schumers up there just <laughs> riffing. Um, we were funny and it was fun and we had funny jokes. Yeah. That people have been saying like, no one's going to know what a sex carpet is now. No. It's like, oh, I'm really sad about it. Sex carpet was pretty great. And there's things I don't even remember because I know, I don't I even so remember half of it. We were very anxious drunk. and, and drunk. Anxious. <laughs> it's so funny because listening to the second bit that didn't really work, but you can hear how drunk I am. I'm like, I don't know, guys. It's like, <laughs> I'm like on a bottle of wine. I'm fine. I'm so excited today. It's like everything's just meshed into one yeah, word. Yeah, one long syllable. <laughs> one word. Aww. Oh, anyway, it's really sad, but yeah, so we can't. So, but instead, very exciting news that we're going to tell you, but we don't actually 100% know how we're going to do this yet. But we're going to do a live episode. A Facebook live episode. A Facebook live finale episode of this season. Yes. So we've added an extra episode. Yep. And the reason we've done that is because I really wanted to do this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want my episode to be pilfered mm. by a live episode. Um, so you're getting 21 episodes this season. But Yay. the 21st episode will be this little fun videoed live thing. Yes. We'll also we'll record it. We'll make sure it records. We will. So it'll also yeah. go up on your podcast providers. But you can also, we'll give you plenty of notice. Yeah. But you can go on the Facebook group, All Aussie Mystery Hour, yeah. on Facebook. So if you're not already a member of that, 
because we know how many of you are listening to this podcast and we know how many people are in the group. Yes. And there's a lot of people that aren't in the group. There's a, there's a To join the group and then we'll put the video there mm-hmm. and it will be live and it'll be at night time. So you guys will be home. You can go home, have a shower, Put audio, your gym jams on. Yeah, gym jams on your thick Feed socks, the dog. your really daggy socks that no oh, one knows with about. With a hole in the toe. Yeah. And then you've sewn it up a little bit, but a little bit still sticks out. Yeah. Your favourite socks. And the, your trackies with your, your pizza comfy, stains yeah, on them your already. Comfy pants. And then... Take your makeup off. Don't cook. Order like Deliveroo, yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah. We're going to. We're going to order every fucking fast. We're going to have pizza. We're yes. going to have... Yes. We're going to have pizza. Like shit pizza. Like not like... like yes, I know what Not you mean. fancy fucking Italian pizza like... No. Pizza Hut shit. Yeah, I want. Remember when we got Pizza Hut at my house when we watched Game of Thrones? Yes, that was the best day ever. <sighs> that was the best day ever. We're gonna Pizza Hut, Pizza. We're gonna or Domino's. Don't care either or. If anyone wants to send us free Domino's or free Pizza, I just Hut. called you shit. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I meant it in an endearing way. Yeah, guys. we love you for your shitness. It's like I'm forgoing yeah. the fancy shit because I want this. OG, yeah, the really no like bullshit, thick crust, thick crust, the pepperoni. Like anyone from the age of five and upward could make it in yep. the shop. In the don't shop. know, probably just are throwing, just throwing stuff on there, <laughs> just absolutely throwing it. Yeah, and then throwing some at their friends. Yeah, and then throwing more on the pizza. Yeah, and you don't know if some of the pe- stuff that hit the friend hit the pizza, but that's probably okay. Did. It's fine. It all gets cooked. All it's the bacteria all goes. Bacteria goes when you cook things. That's the facts. <laughs> that's absolutely the facts, guys. Yeah. That's that's coming from a scientist over here. Yeah, um, you can you can live your life by that. So we'll be eating the bacteria pizza, mm-hmm. um, and we'll be doing a live episode, and you can watch it live. Yes, you can see us. You can see us if you want to see time. us. Real time. Some of you want to see us, which weird flex, but I'm not judging. Yeah, I mean we don't. We're not going to look great. No, I'm not going to try particularly hard. But you know, mm. I'm happy for you to look at my face because right now, my pants are undone. Yeah. And I didn't brush my hair today. Yes. And I have mascara that's trailed down under my eyes <laughs> and I don't have any lipstick on and I have no lips without lipstick. So I'm just saying don't expect too much don't from us. Don't expect. But you can watch us. Great things. Yes. That's um, kind of the tagline of this podcast, really. <laughs> don't expect the great get-go, things. get-go, all we've said is it could be anything. Yep. You don't know what to get. And... We're not really going to try to our absolute highest potential, but we'll no. give a good crack at it. <laughs> like a decent crack. All Aussie Mystery Hour. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Exclamation mark. Um, I did want to like cement a story mm. from the group mm. forever into the podcast because it was basically somebody else in the group had posted saying that they'd had a mystery poo after our, I know we're not going to talk about poo forever guys. This is like the last Uh, kind of mention of poo. Okay. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, not the last (laughs) ever, but like it's going to fade out a little bit. Like there'll be significantly less mentions of poo. after. Yes, probably. It's just trending right now. The poo mystery is still hanging around. And this person was like, (laughs) there was a poo mystery in my house. Um, And basically there was a rogue poo. And mm. she was like, it might have been my child mm. after the bath. Yeah. And then that reminded me of a time when I was a <laughs> nanny. Mm. And so a way that people train kids to toilet train is that they'll just like not put undies on them or, oh, or pants right. so that they learn to. They can't just do it anyway. Yeah. Like once they learn. Because that's not Do fun. it in the toilet. Then yeah. it's like, 
That's you the know, only place we do it. If they've got undies on, they're more likely to do it in the undies because yeah. it feels like a nappy or whatever. Yeah. So this little boy, Michael, that I used to babysit, this is a million years ago. He probably is old enough to listen to this podcast, <laughs> which is disturbing. Um, oh, he, part of me. <laughs> he's probably going to be like, hang on a minute. That's me. <laughs> this horrific story is about me. Yes. So he, uh, yeah, he was like one and a half or something, whatever age it was. I don't know. Can't remember. And... I had to leave him with his undies off to run around. Mm. And, like, I'd never seen him do a poo. He'd done wheeze before, yep. just on the floor, but never, like, a <laughs> poo. And it's very like weird. They I are like animals. Babies are like animals. Animals are like babies. It's There That's isn't gross. much differentiation besides the fact that you're, you're legally allowed to leave your animal at home. Yes. As a child. That's true. But he basically, um, I don't know, like, but he had this, like, book corner yep. that – was off to the side of the lounge room. Like it was like yeah. a bookshelf kind concealed of the, behind yeah, it. And then the there was like a toy area. box behind yeah. that. So it was like a tiny little nook that he yeah. could go into. It was really cute. And he was just like, I was cooking dinner, doing whatever. He was like being quiet, which normally you should be concerned about. <laughs> yes. But I wasn't because I could see he was in the nook. Yeah. Uh, and then like, you know, life goes on. <laughs> I just, you know, feed him. Yeah. Everything's fine. Anyway, the next week I come back to work and I get sat down by the parents. And they're oh, like, no. ah, look, so... We really need to uh, be vigilant <laughs> about Michael's stray poos because <laughs> we found one in the nook oh. and uh, it, it was quite old. Oh, no. And we think it must have happened on your watch. And I was like, <laughs> I was literally like, are we actually having this conversation? Oh, like, am I getting God. in trouble for a stray poo yeah, right now? for a bodily function coming from a one-year-old <laughs> in child. In the nook as well. In the and they, there was no proof that it was yeah. on my watch. It yeah. probably was. Did they take it to that same testing facility <laughs> yes. from the Kujibe Poo episode? How old is this? Is it human? Was it Michael or was it fucking Fido the dog that <laughs> snuck into the nook and snapped one off? You know, oh, how do God. they know? I know, you don't. And they just blamed me. I bet you anything it was like on the dad's watch and he's yeah. like throwing the of nanny course. under the bus. Because blanket statement, dad suck. Mm-hmm. They're useless. Absolute blanket I love statement. I love them. But um, they're terrible. No joke, mum. So my dad's retired now and that means like he's always around like a bad smell, like an endearing bad smell. But mm. it's very funny because he wasn't always around and yes, now he is. now he's very present. Yeah, and he does like favours for mum. <laughs> and so the other day mum's like, oh, like can you go down the road and buy natural yogurt? This is the brand. Make yep. sure it's natural, like yep. natural flavour. Yes. Um, it was buy two packs of muesli, buy a packet of cherry tomatoes and – buy um, two tubs of Western star butter or whatever. Yeah. Organic spreadable. Yeah. Right? Dad comes oh home. He gets the muesli right. Okay. Gets the cherry tomatoes right. Pulls Good. out two sticks of butter. <laughs> like fucking like sticks like you're going to cook like a cake. going to bake. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like he eats this butter every goddamn day. <gasps> just think. I just, just think. What In what world would your wife need... Sticks of butter. Yeah, when she said tub, clearly. And to like, you. what is going? What What are you thinking that she's gonna do with it? Anyway, that was funny. Then, oh, he bought vanilla yogurt. Of course he did. Yeah, because he was like, <laughs> oh, but it's like the the containers the same. No, anyway, but then so. that tastes sweet. And what if she needed it for a savory dish? Yes, like you've just fucked that up. Oh, completely. If, it was so know, funny. I can't trust you to do it. I may as well do it myself. This is mum. That's mum's motto of life. Yeah, I think that I'm a bit like that. Mm. Look, that was a mean blanket statement because I had a, my parents were divorced, so my dad had to be pretty capable. Yeah, and he was, but like you know, dads just have that kind of 
yeah, air like, about them. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, Look, the, the pasta goes into the sauce. <laughs> yeah. And then you cook it all then together. Then you cook it all together. No. <laughs> no, Dad. It doesn't. No, you don't do that unless you're a very good pasta. Italian cook. Yeah. Me too. Um, should we get started because people don't like us talking too much? Oh, we really have talked a lot. I know. But that's well. okay. That was like, I don't know. I'm a little bit drunk and I'm sort of a bit laissez-faire about it. I'm just a bit okay. je ne sais quoi. Just saying French words for no reason, and they don't make any sense to what I'm actually saying. So what I am doing is the bunyip. <gasps> I knew that. Get really scared. I'm gasping though. <laughs> she did know I'm that. Scared. She's doing a fake gasp, <laughs> I'm but fake she did gasping. actually know. Uh, I got a few credits that are weird, but like really, as with mm-hmm. Yowie, it's really hard to credit a mythical creature. So <laughs> uh, we've got MurrayRiver.com.au. Yep. Weirdly educational that website it's literally about the murray river but has a lot of other shit on it too shit on there mysterious universe of course oh my god I weird love that australia website. of course yeah and uh nitv shadow trackers yes. a favorite fucking show that we the haven't boys. watched we so I, to, like, it's on sbs on demand guys so we're all gonna watch it now right yes i'm gonna watch it this weekend i am gonna i'm my, away this weekend um, but i'm gonna watch it next week okay because my plans i was gonna go away this weekend and now i'm not so now don't you love that? Now yeah. I have these two days oh. with just nothing planned. It is so rare. It's never happened. have nothing on and never be able happens. to watch Shadow Trackers. Yep. I'm going to um, watch all four episodes or whatever we found. We are on an absolute quest to try and get in touch with the guys. Yes. If anyone the knows show. them. What are their names? Zach and... I've forgotten. Chad. So, no. That's definitely not his name. Is Zach it? maybe is one. I can Google it. Zach it's and... It's not as fun as trying to guess it though. Um, Garrett. I'm going to say... Shanning. Harvey. Shanning. Benedict. Shanning. Did you just say Shanning? Shanning. Oh, I thought you said Shanning and I'm like, you're making up names. <laughs> no, it's not even a real name. Sh- Shammy. Um, ha- <laughs> Hamlet <laughs> and, and uh, Marvin. That's Sorry. them. That's it. Shadow trackers. I'm Googling. Keep guessing. Um, uh, uh, Pedro. Oh my God. One of them we were pretty... <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> there <laughs> one is of them a we're Zach, actually right? close. Yeah, there's a Zach, and the other one is Channing. <laughs> Hunter. Hunter. I feel like we're close with some of those Wait, weird isn't names. Wait, is the show called? Oh no, it's Shadow Trackers. Yeah, Hunter Page Lockhart I'm and sorry, Zach James. Hunter is a really Hunter sexy is from Clever name. Man, which I've also wanted to watch. By the way, that's a great show. Yeah, show me him. Oh, I don't know. No, Josie, I don't have pictures. Oh, I thought you, you found always them. ask me for things that like I, are I, so hard I'm to get. Sorry, I thought you googled them. <laughs> I did I think I know who he is? Well, anyway, the point being, if you guys know them, yeah. by all means, tell them that all well, those mystery. I want to have them on for a mystery minutes chat. Fuck yes. Uh, but we're trying via SBS as well, obviously. Yeah, we so. can actually try through the official channels. Mm. To get Zach and Hunter on the show. We're obsessed with them. Haven't even watched their show. Obsessed. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the bunyip though. Okay. So a bunyip is, uh, inverted commas, mythical mm. creature from Australian Aboriginal mythology. So uh, absolutely real creature. So absolutely That's real creature. That's what that means. Is what that means. Uh, they inhabit swamps, creeks, billabongs, which are kind of like the edges, like the ends of rivers that peter out, mm-hmm. which I learnt today. I didn't know that. Yeah, neither did I. Riverbeds and waterholes. So the origin of the word can be traced back to the Wemba Wemba or Wagaya language of Aboriginal people of Victoria in southeastern Australia. But the actual name for the creature varies between different Aboriginal groups. Um, And there's actually a bunyip-like creature known to heaps of different ones around Australia. So 
In his 2001 book, writer Robert Holden identified at least nine regional variations of the creature known as the bunyip across the country. So there's, yeah, it doesn't really, that's just where the name came from. Right. Uh, it's usually translated by Aboriginal Australians today as devil or evil spirit. Mm. It's thought to have first appeared in print in English around the mid-1840s. Uh, and bunyips, they generally stick to their homes, emerging at night with terrifying cries and blood-curdling screams. No. Yay! Taking us back to the Wilga nice waterholes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, basically, to inform anyone who is listening to this for the first time and hasn't listened to our other episodes... Mm. If you listen to Wilga Waterhole from season one, mm-hmm. we talk extensively about the bunyip because the bunyip is thought to be behind the mystery around that waterhole. Yes. That was the first time we heard about what a bunyip was. Yes. And it was really it was terrifying. It the first we taste like, of it. And it was not what shit. I pictured. Uh, more on that in a minute. Uh, but yeah. So what surprised me? was that they don't, like, come after you, bunyips. So they right. like to stick to their homes, and their homes are obviously these water holes in the surrounds, mm-hmm. and they emerge at night, and they do these terrifying cries and blood-curdling screams, mm. which is just hell. No, I never um, want to hear that in my And life. they – so bunyips will surprise you. Oh, so you'll be walking – Yeah. Minding your own business at yes. night near a water hole. Yes, because like, that's what you do. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> First, A, why are you doing that? And B – don't. Just don't. <laughs> and then it will just scream? Um, no. Right. So the screaming is just like a fun noise that it makes <laughs> just for fun Yeah. at all times, mm-hmm. but uh, at all times of night. But more in the sense that like you could be minding your own business, walking your water hole, yep. which PS don't do that at night. What are no, you doing? It's don't. it's a stupid idea. And then it will creep up on you and <gasps> eat you. Oh, right. So then it will eat you. Yeah. So Bill Wannon in Australian folklore said that some Aborigines told him that the quote bunyips devoured humans coming up on them in silence and when least expected. Do you know, if you're going to go by way of a bunyip or monster, best to have it just happen. Yeah. I'd it's rather done. it just, it's done. you know, how people get attacked by sharks. Yes. And it's like, oh, my God, my leg. And now I have to somehow get to the shore and I'm bleeding and it's chasing me and I'm going to bleed out. And this is horrible. Sometimes people just get get bitten in half by a shark. I'd much prefer that. I would really like to just die instantly. Yeah, just bite me straight in half. Just bisect me. That's Don't fine. You think that then you'd be alive for quite a long time without nah. legs? Nah. Just rip my head off. Yes. That's a good time. Or go straight for like that. Artery where you bleed out in two seconds. What's that one? Um, the femoral in your leg. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's one in oh, your like sake. inner Christ, thigh. A lot of things. And there's one in yeah. your jugular. Yeah, so you're like, just get me real quick. Is it carotid artery? That sounds right, but I don't know. I don't know. The point being, kill me quick. Bite my head off. <laughs> come up behind me and just consume me whole. But at the same time, crush my head so I don't know what's happening. Mm. Like or I want knock it to me be out with a rock as I go down. Squash my head between your teeth, <laughs> then consume me whole. Yeah. But suddenly behind me, mm. like this guy. So you basically have to make Vanya eat you, is what I'm saying to you, mm-hmm. because you've got to kind of get in their zone, in their area, at night. Yeah. When they're awake, and they're like keen. T-T-E Down to eat Down to eat Humans Um, Not down to fuck But they're probably down to fuck as well Like basically they're having a good time They're up And then they see you walking past at like 1am 
Yes. Which is your own fault Again, for being there. Hate to victim blame, but what the oh, fuck are you I'm doing? I'm victim blaming someone what walking past doing? a fucking waterhole at 1 a.m. You're an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then they have to be wanting to eat you, mm-hmm. and then they have to sneak up behind you yep. and consume you whole while hopefully crushing your head between their teeth first. You know? Yes. But then there's also, I guess, the case of like, what if you don't know that that's their waterhole? Also, do you want to know a fun fact? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they prefer to eat women. <gasps> yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, they wait. Fucking, no. Wait, no. no. Why are we proud? <laughs> I got confused there. I was like, yeah, women. I, I was Woo! Like, women's rights, he for she. No. No. Not this time. Uh, so, in terms of what they look like, because we've gone over no. this, this is going to take a fucking long time. Can we just time. skip this part, please? <laughs> it's like the bulk of my thing. I'd rather just think that they're cute, which I used to think. Yeah, that's like yowies. I just thought they all looked the same, like little happy men, and they're not. Little they're not. happy chocolate men. Little happy chocolate men. Um, so it's quite confusing, though, actually, to nail, to pinpoint, if you will, what a bunyip looks like. Because, But, you know, generally, they look bad. They're not good. That's the consensus. They are bad. They're little evil demon spawn that you don't want to come across. <sighs> so early Aboriginal drawings had them with a horse-like tail. Flippers, no, walrus-like tusks <laughs> no. or horns, and then they were described as being either feathered or scaly like crocodiles or both. At the same time. At the same time because they can, because the bunyip can. I just don't understand that. Neither. Like why would, if you believe in God, creating all creatures, yes. what the fuck was he doing that day? Why? Acid? Are they He here? was injecting bongs when he made this creature. He was. I'm just going to put some... Flippers and a horse tail and just fucking anything feathers. I want. Really. It's like a kid, a little kid invented the bunyip. That is literally what it's like, though. It's like a drawing yeah, that a little kid did. I hate it so much. Um, so sometimes they're d- they're drawn as enormous, and other times they're the size of a large dog. So there's oh. that as well. I think I could handle it if it looked like a large oh, yeah, dog. Yeah, probably couldn't devour you entirely. No, I don't think I could handle it actually. Like if I think of a large dog, like a Great Dane is a large coming dog. at me, but yeah. it looks like this sort of yeah, with flippers, ungodly, meshed up creature. <laughs> yeah, I am going to scream it and vomit at the same fun. time. Yes, but how big are the enormous ones? Like as big as a tree. I mean, bigger I, than a man. I think we're going to get there. I, oh, to sorry. be fair, I can't remember oh. <laughs> what I've written anymore. So <laughs> I'm learning as you do. Okay, we're all learning here, guys. <laughs> we're all learning here together. All Aussie according, learning hour. <laughs> according to some, the bunyip looked like an oversized snake with a beard <laughs> <laughs> and a mane. <laughs> so very luscious locks. Like a lion. It's sort of like a snake. Hairdo. And then it's like, I am a snake, but I use a lot of Clairol. Yes. And I'm just, just really. just been to the salon. And I've been like, to the salon to light my layers. Like Jonathan Van Ness. Yes. Just like that long, Jonathan Van Ness, but a snake. Yes. Yeah. With a beard. (laughs) With a longer beard. (laughs) It's like I told you Arj Barker said about snakes. Yes. They're just a neck with a fucking face. Oh, that is one million percent true. (laughs) Like snakes are so abominable. Like They are. You should not be. I love them actually. (laughs) You should not be one big muscle. It's It's not The way they move is so creepy but so fascinating to me. How do they move with no limbs? It doesn't make one any big sense. Limb. It's, that's what I mean. You're one Ugh. big muscle and it's like... They're ungodly. You shouldn't be able to be what you are. <laughs> no. Stop. Stop If being I saw a snake, snake, I would be like, stop being stop there. Stop being. Now. 
stop being. So this is a neck with a fucking face, with a fucking beard, with a and, beard a and a fucking mane. And a luscious mane of hair, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, a huge furry half-human beast with a long neck and a bird-like head. But that reminds me of the Yowie. Yes. So I think that that is a confusion. Right. There is a lot of crossover with the Bunyip and the Yowie. Yeah. There was a lot of descriptions around of like – People saying that people get yaois confused mm. for bunyips, which I don't really understand. But I guess it's because the bunyip as a creature has never been – it's never been nailed down what it looks like. Whereas with the yaoi, yeah, it's there's the a pretty – it's a huge feet. man with the backwards feet and the dragging arms, tiny head, yeah. furry. Large erect penis. Yeah. <laughs> no. Glistening in no. the sun. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> No, that was just that was one story, and you've held on to that for so long. I can't. Anyway, um, then other times it's been reported to have a long body and a horse-shaped head. No, no, all of these are no. George <laughs> French Angus, and I've written some guy because I don't know who he is. <laughs> you don't know where you no. got this. Who is George he? French Angus? Who, whoever you are, he wrote about a water spirit that the Murundi people talked to him about that was in the Mur- Murray River in 1847 and he said the creature is quote much dreaded by them it inhabits the murray but they have some difficulty describing it its most usual form is said to be that of an enormous starfish (laughs) i just i don't even know anymore like it's so many descriptions of this animal i was scared of all of those descriptors until enormous starfish. oh so you want an enormous starfish to just like waddle out of the water and hug you with its suction hands and then just like swallow you with its I'm mouth. picturing Patrick from Spongebob. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't be scared of that. I imagine that's where your head was going. <laughs> He's um, so silly. He is so friendly silly and cute. He'd hug you but nice. Yeah. Uh, so some features from 19th century newspaper accounts were – because, like, you know, you've got to remember that because it's Aboriginal mythology, mm-hmm. it's all oral history. Mm-hmm. So it's not – a lot of this isn't written down. Yeah. it's They're kind of going off rock paintings. Yes, yeah. And there's only been a few of those of the bunyip plus stories from people. So in terms of actual hard evidence, mm. inverted commas, that we have, it's kind of these newspaper accounts from the early, like from the mid-1800s. Right. So they talk of all sorts of things, a dog-like face, a crocodile-like head, dark fur, a horse-like tail, flippers, walrus tusks, horns, duck-like bill. Like it's, nah. it is a smorgasbord of body parts of animals is yes. what I'm saying here. Just tossed into a it's bowl. Like, it's like God yep. was a bit unwell on the day he yeah. made the bunny like- <laughs> and he just had a little vomit Yeah, and the vomit was just bits of other animals and they just sort of meshed together. And became the bunny. And then he was like, get out of my sight, get in the Murray River and yep. don't speak to me ever Go again. Go and hide in a waterhole. You know that don't speak to me or my son ever again? It's like, yes. don't speak to me, son. Because oh, we're all God's Deep. children. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I was going to say was, what were you going to say? Because it's being passed down, a yes. bit of bit of non-denominational whispers going on. Oh yes, where you're missing. Oh, one hundred. I'm so fascinated by indigenous oral history mm. because that is the form of history of, and that's why actually the Shadow Trackers guy, which I'm going to get to later, but he talked a bit about how. His uncle actually, I think, said he interviews his uncle with something to do with this that I'm not going to spoil. Okay. 
but I'm also going to forget about this point, so I'm going to talk to you about okay. it now. Yep. Uh, and his uncle's like, it's really important for me to tell these stories because otherwise everyone will die yes. and they won't be there. And that's what they're having problems with now yeah. because of, you know, Indigenous displacement, mm-hmm. uh, obviously just generally modern life, yeah. you know, is that there's this like urgency to like make sure these stories are passed down because it's oral history yeah, it's not written the history. traditional stories so like we have like you know this 18th century person writing this shit down it yeah. doesn't work that way in their culture so it's interesting yeah um but yeah so again shadow trackers call us love you we love you zach and channing <laughs> hunter <laughs> uh where were they up to what was it oh yeah i was talking about god vomiting shit everywhere yeah. so in the Wagga Advocate in 1872, they described one as, quote, half as long as a retriever dog. Its body was jet black. I'm going to say that's a seal. <laughs> that sounds cute It's to a me. fucking seal. I love seals. Um, we're going to get to seals later. But that's really? a fucking seal. Yes, we are. Oh, I love seals uh, so And then much. W. Westgarth, some, some guy. Someone. Some guy. 1848 described it as having a round head, an elongated neck with a tail and body resembling an ox, which is just... Hell. A round. A round head. I was picturing a seal until you said a body like an ox. Yeah, no. So this is a big muscly thing. Ooh, big I hate, muscly fucker. I hate the round head. I hate the round head. That's so Don't weird. Don't have a round head. <laughs> That's really weird. Why have you got a round head? It's like and how round are we talking a here? A seal's head on a cow's body. It's like a giant fucking seal. With four legs. With four legs. Not flippers. I don't like it. No. He then – so he did two and they were 30 years apart and I don't really understand if it's the same one or different. Right. But his later quote was that it was bigger than an elephant it, in shape <laughs> – in a shape like a poly bullock. Bullock. What? Bullock. What's that? You know, they're like basically like a like a cow but not really. Like a buffalo kind of. Oh, yeah. Sort of. I, I'm saying this. <laughs> Am I confident about it? No. But I think in my head it looks like a water buffalo from the Northern Territory, which I almost hit with my car. Oh, my God. At night. It was just around the corner. Why were you driving at night? Um, Because I had been in town and I had to get back to my – not hotel, but my like – Airbnb that was mm-hmm. in the country and I had to drive for like 10 minutes in the northern, which is like even 10 minutes is too much in the Northern Territory at night. There are animals fucking everywhere. Do it. not drive at night in the Northern <laughs> Territory. It is bad. Or Tasmania. Yeah. Anywhere with lots of animals, don't do it. Anyway, the point being, that's what I imagine them like. Big, okay. muscly little fuckers. But bigger than an elephant. Well, no. But yes, that's what this one is. Okay. Uh, Did he see one? Well, Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Am I spoiling it? No, you're not. I just Guys, don't you know. Need to see he the just size described of it. Mel's notes. I oh, know. They're like I an took a, a photo. A two paper. It's ridiculous. <laughs> looks like I look like a fucking like I'm doing a preschool presentation. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I didn't write down if he was describing one that he had seen or if it was a story he'd been told by Indigenous people from the like. area. Whatever. This is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? 1840, 1846, some guy, E. Lloyd. <laughs> <stay>. <laughs> Are these guys just standing on like soap boxes and just shouting in the street? <laughs> and then someone's recorded it I mean, and put it on the internet. If I wanted to sound really good, I'd say they were historians, but like. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Did I 
It's really hard, guys. You don't know how hard <laughs> it is to make one of these episodes. You have to like – Yeah. If I had the time to go to the fucking library mm-hmm. and research in the library, like ask for these books and then read it in person. Yeah. Well, cool fucking story. But guess what? I have a we fucking have job. Seconds. So I can rely on only what yeah. the internet tells me. Remember that other podcast, I won't name it, that I was listening to and I messaged you and said, the hostess said it takes like – 30 hours yes and I was like bitch it's <laughs> to do like one episode. amazing if it I'm takes like, we can 45 do, minutes we could do 30 episodes in 30 hours <laughs> challenge accepted <sighs> like I like to think that we I know people give us shit for not researching but I actually do go beyond Wikipedia like we yes we start Unlike on Wikipedia podcast that we won't name yeah and we start there and then we move beyond <laughs> oh. that but there's only a level that I can get to and the trove, level that I can get is to that level. <laughs> is that I don't know who W. Westgarth <laughs> is <laughs> And I don't know who E. Lloyd is, but I know that they said a thing Mm -hmm. that someone else deemed important. And now you're going to repeat it. And now I'm going to repeat it. And and put it out into the world. Just tell tell everyone about it. So he said that Aborigines told him the bunyip was as tall as a gum tree. No pickaninny gum tree. Big one gum tree, which is just (laughs) a great statement. In, it wasn't some dumb shit, tiny gum tree like no. the normal shit that you see. It was it one was of those the, fucking huge the ones. Big daddy. And that's very, very tall. That's huge. That's like huge. The, I, I don't know how many meters because I that. don't know how to do meters. I don't even understand. If you said sometimes when people are like, oh, like five foot eight, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So mm. like centimeters, please. <laughs> really? What the fuck is five foot eight? You're five foot eight. Or I'm yeah, but five foot like, eight. Like, what is that as a thing? <laughs> I don't. What are you a foot? What's a foot? Anyway, the point being, I don't know how tall a gum tree is, but I'm going to say like a semi trailer standing up, like a yeah. road train, but if you flipped it up and then it stayed there. <laughs> yeah, so it's fucking big. <laughs> it's as tall as the length of a road train Pardon standing. Me. That's what I reckon. Wasn't the Yowie a basketballer on top of another basketballer? Yes, and then that also <laughs> confused us. <laughs> what we're saying here is we don't understand what that height is, but it's big. Like and a, you should be a scared. A gum tree for all the non-Australians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, non-Aussies. <laughs> a gum tree's tall. Moving on. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I would say it's like for you oh, guys? Shit. It might be. I just made it fuzzy. Oh. Um, do you know what I would say it might be for you guys is like, you know, like the Redwoods. Have you, have you been to the Redwoods in San Fran? No. Oh, they're very cool. You should go. They're very tall. Uh, I've seen them in Planet that's of not the Apes. How tall, <laughs> that's not how tall that's a, where a the gum ape tree lives. is. <laughs> the ape lives there. <laughs> Good work, Josie. You know what? I think we can just decide that it was very tall. Like a big tree in your neighborhood. Yeah. But bigger. That's what we're going with here. Mm-hmm. That's our gauge, if you will. I'm so sorry about that. What was that whole conversation? I, I said it was like the Redwoods, but they're not because they're really, really big and yeah, it's not that big. It was the wrong thing to compare it to. Whatever. It's really big. Anyway, moving on. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, obviously, with all these different types of like, it's got a beak. Mm. No, it's got a – like, they're just saying words. Can we just discuss that I can tell you what a bum looks like now? Mm. And then you'd believe me because I'm just going to say things like, oh, it's got one giant eye and one smaller eye and then its nose is upturned and then it's got two big front teeth and then its jaw is like really long and hangs down and (laughs) it's got a really long pointy tongue and then it's got like 
you know, claws on its shoulders, but then also on its hands. And then it's got knives sticking out of its feet. Yeah. And you'd be like, yes. Yes. I'd be like, wow. Yes, that's scary. Because it's like everyone's just imagining the most horrific thing they could possibly describe. They're just putting shit together. And just using that as the descriptor. Exactly. Exactly. So there's researchers that think all the bunyips are describing actually more than one cryptid, which I've now learned is mythical creature. Yes. because which makes sense because they're all kind of there's different sizes, there's different you know. So maybe bunyip is a sort of blanket term like for an weird umbrella species term. Yeah, because it even I, when I was researching because I do fucking research everybody. Yeah, I got fucking close reviewers. to the Hawkesbury River monster <gasps> who I, I didn't touch that. because I knew that you were because okay. I knew <laughs> that you really wanted to do it. Yes, I will. But the point being is that it kind of spans. Right. There were people that counted that as a bunyip, but right. I wouldn't count it as a bunyip personally. Okay. I didn't read up like on it. It's like a general term for. Um, but the absolute best description, and I don't even know who said this, but I did mention it in Wilga Waterhole, and this is the one that scared you. No. Is this one for what it looks like. This is awful. The bunyip then is represented as uniting the characteristics of a bird and of an alligator. It has a head resembling an emu with a long bill at the extremity of which is a transverse projection on each side with serrated edges like the bone of a stingray. No. The body and legs partake of the nature of the alligator. The hind legs are remarkably thick and strong and the forelegs are much longer but still of great strength. I don't like the visual of this. Why are the forelegs longer? I don't know. They just are, okay? It just likes to be like that. <laughs> likes At a it. weird angle. Let it be. It likes it. <laughs> <laughs> the extremities are furnished with long claws, but the Aborigines say its usual method of killing its prey is by hugging it to death. <gasps> like Patrick. <laughs> when in the water, it swims like a frog, and when on shore, it walks on its hind legs with its head erect, nah. in which position it measures 12 or 13 feet in height. That's fucking tall. That is a bad That's two creature. basketballers on top of each other. It is. That, that is. is. <laughs> it's also, don't swim like a frog don't. in the water and then get out and walk on your hind legs, don't you piece of shit. Do don't do that. that. That's just Do horrific. not do that. Just behave yourself. <laughs> And don't have a head like an emu with weird spiny serrated knives. A serrated little weird When bill. I think serrated, I think my bread knife. Well, it's they say it's like a stingray. Not a stingray. Fuck, no. You know that weird thing that has the, like the little saw mouth? What's that thing that has a saw mouth? It's a fish and it's like weird. And I was like, that can't be real. I saw it on Blue Planet. And I was like, that's not real. It has a sore mouth? Yeah. And my boyfriend was like, that is real. <laughs> I said, no, it's not. <laughs> Fake news media. I said, no, it's not. Don't lie to me. It's got a little sore mouth. It's like a sore, sore shark. Swordfish. Swordfish. Is that's that what it is? That's the one. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Swordfish, isn't it? And it's got a little serrated mouth. I'm going to Google it for you. And then I'm going to show you a picture. I, of the bunyip. You know how marlins have a pointy mouth? It's not pointy though. It's like... And one got... A guy got stabbed no. when he was fishing. Someone put it in the group. It was Serrated funny. Serrated mouth. When That's animals take revenge. Images. Oh my God. I'm seeing some... Oh, I'm seeing things I didn't want to see. What is it? Oh no. Oh, it's bad. It's so bad. <gasps> Don't Google serrated mouth. That's bad. Ah, what's that? What is that? What the fuck is that? What the fuck that? is that? The Why top, got- top right. I'll tell you. Oh my god! What? That's geese. Get that's a goose's mouth. A no, goose is a demon. Oh my god, geese are, they are fucked, demons. guys. They'll Everyone, spit at you. Can you all stop the podcast for five seconds 
and then Google serrated mouth serrated mouth <laughs> and then there's this picture <laughs> oh no that's the leatherback turtle okay, okay well, that's google the demon. leatherback turtle it is not okay that is oh my god and geese oh my god no oh, oh my god fuck off okay i've gone down we've gone down a hole i'm so sorry you've had to listen to this but that's okay um you like it um just don't google serrated mouth but also do there's some bad pictures. That's I don't, the worst thing I've I'm ever upset. seen. I'm upset. That looked like... That's not what I was talking about. That looked about. like a butthole with teeth, that thing that, that you like, showed me. You know that thing? Was there was hairy. a movie and it was like a girl and her vagina, vagina. had teeth. Yeah. And it's like when she had sex with people that ate their dicks, yeah. which was kind of a mood. It's a great movie. What What's it like. called? I don't know, but I've never seen it. <laughs> so I don't know if it's great or not. <laughs> teeth mouth? I don't know. Teeth mouth. Teeth mouth. Teeth vagina. <laughs> anyway, wow. So the point being, don't Google that, but I'm going to show you real quick. This is a the photo. This is from um, – so this is hanging in a gallery somewhere in Australia, one of them. Okay, and what's Not sure what one. supposed to be? And no, then no one knows who drew it, but it's meant to be a bunyip. It's from the 30s. <gasps> what the fuck is I know. that? It's so bad. That looks like a squid mated with – an emu <laughs> and like obviously we're gonna put these photos lump in the group on guys its ass? i don't know that looks like a squid just let it have the lump on its ass just let it let it have it i don't it like wants, that it wants it um so sightings let's go down the sightings route so in 1818 hamilton hume some guy james meehan some other guy yep find large bones at lake bathurst in new south wales mm-hmm and they don't call the animal a bunyip. They actually describe their remains like a hippopotamus or a manatee. Doll, we don't have them in Australia. I know. So the you Philosophical Society of Australasia later told Hume they'd give him money to reimburse him if he went back to recover these bones. So they just saw them and they just saw them. With their and they were like, that looks like a hippopotamus. And then went back and told everyone. Yeah. Stood on the soapbox in the street and yeah. yelled it for yeah. everyone to hear. But he never returned to the lake. So he didn't want to go back. No. But, like, why? At 1 a.m. specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then in 1830. He was scared. Yeah, well, that was the first, that's the first report. I mean, no judgment. I wouldn't go back either. Oh, fuck no. But also, he was fucking scared. Also, it's 1818. Like, you'd have to fucking horse ride back there. It would take forever. Guys, it's not not convenient. It's not easy to do. He has a lot. Just jump in the Corolla and drive out there. Someone, and where are you going to put the bones when you get them? Yeah. What on Drag your them behind you in a Hessian sack. It's very. I have, don't like take that. Take a wagon. Maybe. Do they have wagons? Mm. Yeah. They'd have wagons. I'm sure of it. A little wagon with a little horse on the front. Anyway, well, he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't because he was scared. He was. He was a scaredy cat. So then, in 1830, fossilized bones were discovered in Wellington caves that are up near Dubbo. Yes. By Bushman George Rankin. My friend Rankin. Bree is from Dubbo. Ah. Shout out to Bree, friend of the Shout podcast. Shout out to Bree. Um. Some quadrupled much larger than the ox or buffalo, he said. So, that's big. But couldn't it have been a dinosaur? Josie. It was fossilized. jumping ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry that I'm so intelligent and logical. (laughs) I can't help it. Sorry that I'm so smart and I just know what you're going to (laughs) say. So, there's that. That's 1830. Okay. Uh, Reverend George Taplin, who are these people? <laughs> On now that boxes. I'm doing this podcast, I'm like, 
I would like to know a little bit more about these people. Why they're talking and so much. And why have I just decided that what they have to say is important. I'll like, tell you oh why, because yes. Wikipedia told down. me. So. Right. He said in his book, The Narinieri, from 1894, he described booming and explosive sounds from Lake Alexandrina, which is down at the very bottom of South Australia near Kangaroo Island, mm-hmm. um, which he was told were bunyips. Booming sounds? Yeah. Booming, explosive. explosive sounds coming from the lake, yes. What were they doing? Well, we Bombs. don't know. They were jumping in <laughs> to a cannonball. <laughs> 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 Like it's a bunyip. <laughs> Just someone farting underwater. <laughs> but like a big bunyip like farting underwater. Like a really underwater. big fart underwater. Yeah. I don't know why we got to farts. Anyway, Hobart's <laughs> Mercury newspaper on the 11th of February 1935 had an eyewitness statement for, about a bunyip and said, quote, neither dog, seal, hyena, nor Tasmanian devil about the size of a cocker spaniel dog brindle in colour, with hair so fine that at first it looked as though it had none. The face resembled that of a ferocious dog, but there were two prominent tusks protruding from its bottom jaw. Honey, I just want to say that I think that is a dog. I think it's a Tasmanian (laughs) tiger. And its teeth are just really big and it had them out and you just got a bit scared. Yeah. Or it was like a wild pig. It's like she's basically saying it looked like a dog. But it wasn't a dog. But I swear but everything to you, it about wasn't. it was a dog. But here are all the descriptors which exactly match <laughs> my pet cocker spaniel with his teeth bed. It was not my pet cocker spaniel. It was. Had I had forty bottles of rum that night, that's irrelevant. Maybe that's not important, but also, officer. No, it's not important that fact. <laughs> it's not important. Is it, is it important that I had a lot of alcohol tonight? No. <laughs> Is it important that my dog is missing? No. <laughs> I, I'm getting my lawyer on the phone. <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm send a, a mail to my lawyer. And in a week, we're going to revisit this. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Meanwhile, her dog's just at the door like, let me back <laughs> in. Like, please. I've lost a lot of my fur from stress. <laughs> please let me back her in, Bob. Bald cocker spaniel. <laughs> oh my god, oh. with its little teethies yeah. out. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. So the Register News Pictorial. I don't even know where that's from. Nineteenth of September, nineteen twenty-nine, had a story about an attack on a dog in Cooper's Creek, which is way out near Inaminka in South Australia, which is like top right corner. Mm-hmm. Really hard to get to now, unless you have a full drive. Just letting you know. Bit of. Trivia facts Can I there. say geographical mail is on point in this episode? I can picture I where everything is. I fucking Google. Top all right of corner, the, bang. Yeah, like. I know. That's because I'm covering up for the fact that I don't even know what this newspaper is. <laughs> Pictorial. <laughs> or where this information Pictorial came from. Pictorial sounds like it was a smutty magazine. Like there <laughs> were does. girls with like the strap of their camisole coming down. <laughs> like one like, leg oh. lifted, a little bit of ankle showing. Her ankles Ooh. showing. And all the men were like, oh, hello. <laughs> Don't show that to the wife. (laughs) Keep that in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is a quote from the Register News Pictorial. The smart magazine. About this attack on a dog. Quote, we rode over to a large waterhole and the two dogs went for a swim. 
Almost immediately, one of the dogs was seized by something in the water and dragged under. A violent struggle took place under the water, which soon became stained with blood. Presently, the dog and the thing came to the surface with the dog on top. We grabbed the dog and hauled him out. He was badly cut in the neck and behind the shoulder. All we saw of the thing, which disappeared quickly, was what appeared to be part of its body, a light brown, smooth surface, much like the saddle flap in appearance. That was an alligator. Uh, crocodile saddle flap is very smooth. It was a smooth crocodile. <laughs> crocodile that just didn't have many. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> also, I don't think they have crocs in, in a minka. I'm uh, just going to say we're pretty far down. A big fish with a sore okay. mouth. This is what? <laughs> a swordfish. Oh, but I don't think they live there. I think they live in the ocean. So, what kind of animals are living in, in a minka? A bunyip. Okay. A bunyip was living there. God, you're being so cynical. Wouldn't it have just killed the dog? How did the dog survive? I don't know if the dog did survive. It sounds bad. Yeah. I hope he did. Little doggy. I do not like when the dog dies, as you know. Um, (sighs) Neither does Keanu Reeves. No, neither does Keanu Reeves. That is a reference to John Wick, everyone that hasn't watched it. We're not even advertising it. We're just telling you because we like it. Windsor and Richmond Gazette said (gasps) in January 1927, yes, that there was a bunyip living in a swamp near Robertson in the Southern Highlands, which may have been responsible for the unexplained disappearance of a stranger. Quote, a party of men who lived by means of their skill went out shooting. Mm -hmm. They returned terrified and related that they came upon the thing basking in the sun (laughs) on the side of a hole supposed to be bottomless, situated about the center of the swamp. And at their approach, the creature which they stated to approximate the size of a two-year-old steer, so like a horsey thing. Yep. <laughs> and, which appe- <laughs> and which appeared to possess two short, broad fl- fins or flippers and in colour was a dirty white or very light grey, took fright and plunged into the hole. I just don't want to see that. So I don't want to see a big white whale. Sun baking. Sun baking. And then it gets scared and runs away. I don't want to do it. So... That sounds I'm horrible. sorry that they had to see in it. In a swamp. Well, in a swamp, yeah. So I don't even know if I'm jumping ahead here, but a lot of the places around the country now that have stories about bunyips, there's this belief that the lakes connect up underneath the ground. What? So it's kind of, well, that, that does happen because it's like water and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like you can dig and then there's water and stuff. So yes. sometimes there can be connecting water sources. And so it's like the idea oh is God. that the bunyips live deep down and then come and go back through up. those like connecting yeah. tunnels. Yeah, exactly. And then that could be also how they get from other places. And, yeah. You know, I don't know. Anyway. That's kind of irrelevant, but not really. So another place that has a lot of bunyip sightings is Geelong, not Geelong. Didn't someone go missing? Well, I don't know. I was waiting for someone. Oh, to be I did seized. too, but it didn't really get there, did it? Well, it's this is what happens when you don't read your quotes that and then when you just he talk about them. Dove into the water. He <laughs> took one of the blokes with him. <laughs> just pretend. Let's make up history here. Well, to, look, to entertain everyone our else listeners. is this story. Well, yeah. So Geelong. Uh, <laughs> So Geelong. <laughs> One of my favourite moments of the podcast uh, is you discovering it's Geelong. pronounced Geelong. I like, say it Geelong now. That so that's moment good. of realisation. Was a good moment. I've got it. I recorded it. Oh. And it's on my phone. And I just listen to it sometimes and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Geelong <laughs> has quite a few sightings and stories. 
So from Australian Yowie Research, one of my other favourite websites, a woman claimed her mother was killed by a bunyip at Barwon Lakes and there were reports of another local woman killed at the Barwon River. Mm-hmm. A local Indigenous man is said to have shown deep wounds caused by a bunyip from the river area and then there are several noted disappearances from the Lake Mondawari area. So they're all like – the thing is they didn't have any like any credits of any right. research whatsoever. Yeah. There were no facts here. We're yes. just saying shit. It's just like this happened. But, but also no why would you it. say it if it didn't happen? To scare people? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't believe it. Uh, Then there's also the Murray River. So there's actually a really cool thing in the town of Murray Bridge, which Mm -hmm. is an actual town. Um, They've got this like fun little plastic bunyip that you like press a button and it rises out of the water Fuck and scares off. kids. Yes. Isn't that fun? <laughs> that I want to go scare do it. me. I know it would scare me so much. I'd run away screaming. Yeah. But we mentioned the Murray River before because that was one of the earlier yes. sightings, findings of the bones. So there's bunyip stories around that river, which mm-hmm. is quite a big river. So it makes sense. Very big river. Um, and then Ilbogan Lagoon. <laughs> Ilbogan. Ilbogan. <laughs> Ilbogan Lagoon in Bow Desert, Queensland. Um, the Ilbogan Lagoon is said to be linked by an underground passage, like I said, to another lagoon named Bung Ropi. The lagoon lies on the property of Bromelton House. And in 1850, the first sighting of the Bunyip was reported by a woman staying at the house as a guest. So on the 9th of February, 1850, in the Morton Bay Courier, quote, the head appeared to be elongated and flattened like the bill of a platypus. Ugh. The body from the place where it joined the head to about five feet backward seemed like that of a gigantic eel, oh. being of about the ordinary <laughs> thickness of a man's body. Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> Beyond this, it was of much larger apparent size, having the appearance of being coiled into innumerable folds. No, uh, don't like it. So it was a big... Eel with a platypus head. Yes. Beyond these coils was what seemed to be the tail of the animal, which had somewhat in the shape of the tail of a fish and is described as having the semi-transparent appearance of a bladder. What? The head, which was small and narrow in proportion to the size of the body, was furnished with what seemed to be two horns, which were quite white. Under the circumstances, it was, of course, difficult to judge accurately the whole length of the animal. But by comparison, (laughs) because I was screaming and vomiting into the grass, (laughs) but by comparison with other objects, it is supposed that the parts visible above the water must have been 30 feet in extent. Oh, that's long. That's big. Uh, yeah, I would be throwing things at that thing. So I'd be throwing my like handbag at it. Yes. Just throwing shit. Yes. Take everything. She would have been like a fancy old timey lady. Too. Yeah. She would have been throwing her like umbrella. Yeah. Throw and, like, her child her large in the water. Hat. <laughs> yeah. Throw your horse at it. Didn't we say that once? Yes, we did. When in doubt, throw your horse when at it. When in doubt, throw your horse at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the paper actually went on to explain that Plenty of people at the station had spotted the bunyip over the years. So, like, lots of station hands and so on. And then in 1927, the Brisbane Courier referenced an incident when a huge serpent-like water monster was alleged to have been seen by a party of bathers at that same Same spot. Same place. Their story was later corroborated by the Munun... By the Mununjali people, who described the creature as a big fella bunyip. (laughs) Which is really just saying it. Yeah. 
Uh, quote, firm in their belief that the lagoon was haunted, the Aboriginals were loath to approach its precincts for a considerable period thereafter. In fact, the alleged presence of the monster had the effect of dampening the ardour of all who were in the habit of enjoying a customary weekend dip. Well, oh. no shit. <laughs> I'm not swimming when there's this giant eel with a bladder bit that looks like Oof. a clear, like a bladder, and it's got horns that are white, and it's like all and weird and sleek. Face. And it's like 30 feet. Fuck that. I am going to go swim no. in this weird bog that I've dug over in the yeah. corner and just put some water in that's what i'm doing the hose oh my god it's like um have you seen uh oh my god it's one of my favorite movies everyone go watch it how to make an american quilt yes oh, i love that movie so much oh my god it's the movie. A deep cut. it's a deep cut deep. oh fuck it's good and she makes the like yes. her husband digs her the like pond yes. to yeah. swim in but it's like very small and then small. she sort of gets in it up to her legs and gets all these papers out as an old person and she remembers yeah. her husband of it's ye really oldie nice. times. It's beautiful. It'd be filled with like mosquito larvae and stuff. But I would gross. do that over swimming in this lake with yep. this bunyip. Thank you very much. I'd roll around in mosquito exactly. stuff. Um, there is apparently a video <gasps> from more recent times from 2016. Wow. We're jumping quite I know. to modern times. I know. Um so Mysterious Universe mentioned this video, mm-hmm. but then when I clicked on the link, it was broken. So mm. I was like, mm. Government cover-up. Government cover-up for sure. Pine um, Gap. There's not much information on it, but they said that it was allegedly shot in Western Australia in the outback and the barely visible creature swimming in the water was had allegedly eaten a horse. What the actual shit? I know. So basically what I'm saying here is <laughs> the findings are always around water. Yes. But they kind of don't – there's no specific area. You know how with Yowies it was kind of like that northern rivers yes, area and yep. it was very like hinterlandy? Mm-hmm. This is kind of like just anywhere. Just wherever there's water. Yeah. We're there scaring the fuck out of yes, everyone. exactly. And like, Looking like a freak. And it's not water that's like connected to anything in particular. Like the mm. Wilga waterhole was smack bang in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Um, obviously the Murray River is very long and big. Mm-hmm. And then these other ones that connect underwater. But yep. then there's just the these swamp places. In Robertson. Mm-hmm. The Geelong ones. Yep. Oh God, I hate it. They seem less like tied to a specific climate or area. Yep. They're just keen to be near the water. Yeah. So let's move on to theories. Okay. So there are a lot of theories to explain these away. And look, when you get to the end of it, I am doubtful. <gasps> I love to believe in the bunyip, but it's not as convincing as the yowie to me. You know? Okay. So the first is lost seals. Oh, bubbers. Yeah. So in 1933, some guy, <laughs> Charles Fenner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> said the actual origin of the Bunyip myth lies in the fact that from time to time seals have made their way up the Murray and Darling rivers mm. uh, which would make sense to me like you're a lost seal mm-hmm. and if people haven't seen a seal before they'd be like what is that overgrown what is that slug with whiskers slug yeah. yeah exactly that's a perfect example I love them I think they're adorable they're so cute I can't believe you hate whales but you love seals oh, whales are Fucking horrific no, demon what? blobs. Seals are so cute. They're like dogs. Yeah, okay. What about leopard seals? They're scary. No, nah, I love them all. Leopard seals are the ones that like eat people in yep. fucking happy feet. Just bite Bad. me in half. I don't care. You can but eat seals, my foot off. Seals do go wandering. So this is... This stands up, mm. this theory. Remember the one that wandered into town in Tasmania and, like, yeah, was on the top that. of the car? Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, sitting on top of, like, a fucking Holden Commodore yeah. in a driveway. Like, what? <laughs> like, hello. Bless him. 
Um, he actually, Charles Fennart, gave examples of seals found as far inland as Overland Corner, Loxton and Canago and reminded readers that, quote, the smooth fur, prominent apricot eyes Aww. and the bellowing cry are characteristic yes. of the seal, especially the southern elephant seals and leopard seals. Yes. They so it's a lot matching large. up for them. And I think yeah. definitely going back to our, ex- like some of our sightings and descriptions, mm. there were definitely a few times there where we were like, mm, that's a fucking seal. So yeah. I think definitely at least some of the sightings were seals. I just wonder why an adorable seal doesn't wander into my building. It's very unfair. I would like to see one. Maybe it did. Maybe that's the thing that shat in my lobby. Maybe. You never know. It's very rude for it not to, to be honest. I'm jealous of everyone that comes upon a seal out of context. Yes. Out of context seals are so good. That's so Like that one that swims around in Sydney Harbour and like showed up at the opera house. Hangs up. um, What's his name? Stanley? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. He sits on the steps. Mm. I think he might have died. The Rushcutters Bay one died and it was very sad and depressing. Okay. Um, So there was also a report in Brisbane's Worker from the 19th of January 1907 that I didn't include with the others because this is 100% a seal. Okay. (laughs) A strange creature which has a cry like a seal and very much (laughs) resembles this well-known amphibious specimen about the head has been seen in a lagoon in Tumut, New South Wales or Tumut. Don't know. The tail is described as being that of a kangaroo running from a fair thickness at the root to a taper at the point, but like maybe it didn't. But the bunyip, as the seal. residents call it, swims rapidly as, and as it glides along, keeping its head above the water like seals do. Mm-hmm. Its length from the tip of its nose to the extremity of its tail has been set at about four feet. Mm-hmm. And the color of the creature is reputed to be black. The animal does not appear to have ears, but if it does, they're very small. Guys, like, that's, a, that's seal. a fucking seal, and you just got confused about the tail. It's probably just like pooing, yeah. And you decided that long poo was, you know, in fish yeah. poo, and then they like have the poo just hanging the out of long, its butt, like um, hose. Like bothered me so much as a kid because I had fish, yeah. And they used to poo, and it would just like trail around with them for yeah. so long. It's like that's what my cat does throughout the house. <laughs> just just get, snap it off. <laughs> just get rid of it. Uh, so that's one theory. Yeah. Another theory is weird extinct animal memories. This is what I wrote. <laughs> so there's this theory that it's a cultural memory of extinct Australian marsupials like the Diprotodon. Oh, God. The Zygomaturus, yes. the Nototherium, and the Palorchestes. I don't know any of them, but I did Google some of them. I know about the Diprotodon. I do too, and I'm going to tell you about it. We learn about it at school. And we can talk at length about it. Uh, so the connection was formally made by Dr. George Bennett of the Australian Museum in 1871. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the Australian Museum, there is a Diprotodon there. Because yes. I, I, as soon as I Googled it, I was like, oh, that big fuck off thing yes. that is like in that bit with all the old animals and it yep. looks really terrifying. Yes. So I don't know if you've been to the Australian Museum, but if you have, you 1 million percent remember this. It looks like a huge bear thing. But yeah. But it's got like tusks sort of thing. Um, so it's like a huge rhinoceros without the big horn on it. Yeah. And it's all hairy. Mm-hmm. It's the largest known marsupial to have ever lived, mm-hmm. and it ex- it went extinct about forty six thousand years ago, which isn't that long ago. No, it's not. And so, in the big scheme of things, yeah. And there's been a lot of research into some of this stuff. So, in the nineteen nineties, paleontologist Pat Vickers Rich and geologist Neil Archbold also kind of suggested that Aboriginal legends perhaps had stemmed from an acquaintance with prehistoric bones or even living prehistoric animals themselves. Mm. So they, like, they're gently suggesting it because they obviously don't want to tread on the toes of like mm. the cultural history because there's no Indigenous person that would be like, yes, this is just some other animal. Like It's very much like yeah. that's 
it is a bunyip. End mm-hmm. of story. Um, but Pat wrote a book with either her husband or brother, not sure, Tom Rich, <laughs> called Cadimacara, Extinct Vertebrates of Australia, and said, quote, when shown bones of these extinct animals, Aborigines at times have frequently identified them as bones of the bunyip. And then Dr. Tom Rich said, on the basis of carbon-14 radiometric dates, whatever that means, yes. it appears that humans were in Australia at least ten to 15,000 years before the Deprotodon became extinct. Right. So there so is this definite correlation seen each other. that the first peoples of Australia saw these those now extinct ants, the yeah. fuckers. Yep. Uh, and would have passed those stories down. Yes, exactly. Their oral history. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's very, yeah, like that could be where we get the kind of concept yes. from. Uh, the next theory is the cassowary. Wait, can I just say one thing? I would love you to say When you were talking about the big serpent with the platypus face. Yes. There's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, cute, a wombat, oh, cute, a platypus. And then the little information sign at the wildlife park or whatever says, in prehistoric times, there were giant wombats and giant platypus. They're like big fucking platypi in these watering holes they found the bones of. So one of those things you listed is probably the large platypus. All of those look kind of the same. Oh, right. They're all very big but they look quite a lot like wombats. And there was actually yes, somewhere that I read terrifying. that the Deprotodon, it could be a relative of the wombat. It's essentially like a huge wombat. Yeah. And you would never want to come across Not a cute. Huge, I don't even like coming across wombats at night on their own. I've told this story already before about going on my walk with my ex. And then I saw oh, a yes. wombat and screamed and freaked the fuck out because it was just like there. They're so cute. They're though. very cute. But they're like a big one. No, thank you. And they can run very fast. They can. And knock you over. And they're very loud when they run. So cute. I'm obsessed with wombats. They're pretty cute. Um, But anyway, so the next thing is the cassowary. So in 2017, in an Australian bird life article, great. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a real, like, fucking good time of magazine, doesn't it? You hate birds. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, I'm, like, fascinated. (laughs) Cassowaries are... Remember the story about the cassowary in Florida? No. That killed its owner recently? No. Mm. Tell everyone. It was a cassowary in Florida that killed its owner. Shit. <laughs> That's all I know. Why is there a cassowary in um, Florida? Well, it was illegally there. Okay. It was like, you know how the illegal animal trade is like the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And we don't know about it because we're like upstanding citizens that would never smuggle fucking snakes in our pants onto a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone had an illegal cassowary and it like killed him. Shit. <laughs> and then it was for sale recently. Oh my God. And I think... We wrote about it, a pedestrian. The fact that the killer bird was on sale. My God. Yeah. Well, yeah, the cassowaries are a bit scary. Demon, demon creatures. Yeah, they're pretty scary. I didn't see any when I was up in um, in the like Cairns area, and I really wanted to see one. But also from the safety of my car, yeah, I wouldn't like to Just come across one past, in the bush. Like, oh, there's one. No thanks. Yeah. Um. So in that article, Carl Brandt suggested Aboriginal encounters with the southern cassowary inspired. The bunyip. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that the first written description of the bunyip from 1845 had it laying pale blue eggs of immense size with deadly claws, powerful hind legs, a brightly coloured chest, and an emu-like head, which are all shared with the Australian cassowary. The mm-hmm. only thing is, I have not read this bunyip description anywhere else but here. Right. 
Uh, he also said the bill was described as having serrated projections, each like the bone of the stingray. Oh, yeah. Uh, this bunyip was associated with the indigenous people of far north Queensland, renowned for their spears tipped with stingray barbs and their proximity to the cassowaries Australian range. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, was it the same animal? But I don't know about that because that's the only description. Like maybe in those groups of indigenous people, that was the confusion. But yeah. I don't know about everywhere else. Because that's the first time I've heard of a bunyip laying it b- yeah. blue eggs. I know. Uh, so then there's also another bird that gets mentioned as a theory Are you going to play it screaming? I'm fucking playing <laughs> some noise. Yes, I am. So this is the Australasian bittern. Mm-hmm. They dwell in marshes. They're not that big, actually. They're pretty, like, small to medium-sized bird. Yep. But during the breeding season, the male call is a low-pitched boom. And it's often called the bunyip bird. Right. Yeah. So the Melbourne Argus newspaper in 1894 said that the hollow boom so often heard on the margins of reedy swamps, more hollow and louder by night than day, the mythical bunyip is the actual bittern. Okay. I'm going to play one for you. This is exactly like what we're doing with Wilga Waterhole because I don't believe this. I'm going to try and get it right up into my... See that weird vibrating sound? That's the noise. Ignore those other birds. They are less important. Where's the boom? It'll do it again. This is like the intro song to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again, you fucking bird. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like it's weird. Yeah. But that's not scaring me. To me, I'd be like, that's an alien yeah. UFO. It sounds like metallic almost. It almost. I thought at first it was my phone being weird, but it wasn't. <laughs> but you're getting it's a definitely text. the bird. It is a strange noise. Doesn't that sound like a lovely place to be right now? No. Really? Sounds oh, scary. I'm more relaxed. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing some meditation. I'm like down by the lake. Anyway, we can stop that now. That's enough. That's enough bittern But noises. it's like, uh, it's like, boo, uh, boo, uh, and it's almost vibrating. Maybe that's the... what, in that South Australian place, where they heard the booms. That's, yes. Well, this is, yeah, anywhere where there's a boom mention, mm-hmm. I think what they're trying to say is it's the bittern, not the bunyip. Yeah. But I get it, because remember when we did Wilga Waterhole, and I think you said this to me, and you were like, at night, everything sounds scarier. Yes. So, potentially, if you mm. didn't know back in the day, back in the you know, day. you're sort of scared of everything. Like, I read a report that was from, like, an 1890 newspaper. I didn't include it because I would have had to write it out, and that was, like, I was too lazy to do that. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> I hate those ones where you no, can't cut and paste. it wasn't important enough, and I was like, no. So, <laughs> um, but it was basically talking about all the weird animals here, and it was like, you know, these things that bounce on their tail, and they have funny oh. legs, and it would have been so scary for British people. To they would have been like, what see these are these weird things? creatures. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is a kangaroo? Oh, and a platypus. And They're a platypus. all weird. They're all demons. They don't make animals. any sense. I love them so much. I love them. So I'm proud of them. Kangaroos, but I love Australian animals. I love Australian animals, but do you know what I haven't I were... seen in the wild is a platypus, and I'm I dying have to seen see one. one. But I haven't seen an echidna, so there you I go. I saw so many last time yeah. I was in Tassie. So the platypus I saw, you had to wait for ages. I was in Queensland, uh, and the I went on a little bushwalk. Yep. And then you had to wait for ages Mm. and you can see the bubbles coming up 
And then you wait, 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 and eventually they come up and they just like float on the top for a minute. Oh my God. And then they see you and freak out and go back down. That's what I need. I found a helpful guide on Facebook recently. Mm. There was all the places in Tassie to see one. Yeah. Like where they hang out. But I'm not going there. I was. I was like, but now I'm not. So. I was like, and? <laughs> I was going to make Julian take me to every single place. Yeah. Because it was my mission. Our first trip was Wombats. Our second yeah. one was Echidnas. Yeah. <laughs> now, Platypus. Platypus. <laughs> Uh, so the last theory is wasted station hands, as in drunk people. Right. So this is just a one-off thing. But basically, Bill Wannon, don't know who that is. He's said, from an earlier anecdote. Great. It's good that you know. <laughs> <laughs> said that Bushmen and their tales suggest that bunyips are usually seen in swamps near bush shanties. Mm. But they are never seen by men going to the shanties, only by men on their way home. Right, stumbling around. Stumbling on their way home. And if anyone, I mean, you wouldn't know this because unless you came to the live show, but Fitch's ghost, Mm -hmm. one of the theories, which was my case from the live show, one of the theories was that uh, the guy that saw Fitch's ghost was just this drunk guy on his way home from the pub. seeing things. So, I mean, and I get that. Like, maybe to put it all together, Mm -hmm. is it drunk people often seeing the bunyip? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's actually, or hearing it, and it's actually the bittern, or it's seeing a, seal, a seal, or just anything really. Yeah, seeing um, Mavis's cocker spaniel, the <laughs> bald, bald cocker spaniel. <laughs> just anything, anything yeah. like a, a lump of grass. Like that's absolutely. I mean, bunyip. that's me in a nutshell, pretty much. That in the lump bush. of grass is the size of a gum tree. Yeah. It has the head of an emu. <laughs> it has the body of a T-Rex. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> it has swords coming out of its arms. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think they're real? Um, see what I mean? How it's not as convincing yeah. as the Yowie? The Yowie's definitely real. Oh, 100%. I think... Mm, I don't know, but like, why would these people say that they'd seen that? I know, but I don't know. <laughs> My thing is, is it because there's so many different descriptions? Yeah, and because it's a bit harder to buy into. Yeah, and then there's all these. I think all of those theories to me ring true in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely, one hundred percent. These like extinct creatures, oh, I, indigenous people definitely would have. Yeah. Come across those fucking huge wombats and exactly. platter pie and big diprotodonts. And so is that story pass being passed that down in oral history, creating this yeah. fear of these areas? And then they kind of call things bunyips when they see a scary cassowary or a seal out of context. Yeah. But I don't know because I like the stories that are passed along and I don't want to be like – Well, that's like it. Those like pe- those researchers didn't yeah. want to – shit all over those stories no 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 with logic but the bunyip is a weird one anyway because it kind of it it doesn't really have like a full proper story that has been reported on which it may very well have like i said everything's oral history so we may just not know it Mm. but even the term bunyip isn't used by every aboriginal group Mm. which is also again pretty normal because they have there's different languages obviously um but there's kind of a creature in the vibe of it in all the groups but then yes. it's like maybe in the you know top end of Queensland it is the cassowary yeah or maybe it's not the cassowary or maybe it's a version of the cassowary that's now extinct or yeah it's very hard to determine with that stuff and honestly they just sound when you were describing them to me 
my brain couldn't even put that together. Yeah. Because it was just literally like pointing, throwing a pen at a room full of animals. Yeah. And picking a feature. Yeah, exactly. From each thing that you hit. I know. It's like you'd have to draw it bit by bit. Yeah. And then just hope that it came together. And it almost sounds, although scary. Yeah. It's almost a bit silly. Whereas yeah. the Yowie was grounded in it having the same description everywhere, being an overgrown man with backwards feet and yes. long arms and yes. hairy and no neck. I'm not saying anything about the penis. <laughs> but because it was, I don't know, I just felt it was more believable. No, I 100% agree. I think that the Yowie, the consistency of sightings, and also that the sightings kind of continued beyond the 1800s yeah. into the 70s and all of this stuff mm. was – like, okay, well, I can see how this would potentially be real because why are all these people reporting the same thing? Whereas the fact yeah. that no one can seem to sit on a real, this is what yeah. a bunyip. But then do you say that the bunyip, like they said, is describing a bunch of different yeah. creatures? and it's that, that maybe, umbrella term. Maybe it's not fucked. a species. Like Yowie is meant to have descended from an actual human species or mm-hmm. human humanoid. Sort of humanoid species. So is the bunyip just... A term for weird water creatures yeah. that do exist. That do exist. And because the most recent example you had was 2016, but then before that it was all like old-timey. Yeah, the latest thing was like the 20s. Like you're saying, it's really consistent yeah. throughout time. This is like, you know, if you saw a seal now. Yeah. But if you saw a seal, like you were saying, and you lived in the outback, you'd never seen a seal. Yeah. And it was 1800, you'd be like, what is that cursed creature? Yeah. But now you'd be like, oh, a seal in the outback. Yeah. Like, ooh, it's, you'd be like, that's weird. It's but cool. out of context, but that's what seals do. And yeah. then you just move on with your life. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why there haven't been reports because it's just a seal out of context. Well, another thing that I thought or a was cassowary. like a lot of indigenous dreamtime stories are centered around spiritual mm. creatures as opposed to physical creatures. Yeah. So it's like, could the bunyip be a spiritual creature? Yeah. Which would then allow for these discrepancies because, you know, maybe it takes on different forms. And it's or more subjective to whoever is like seeing it, having the experience. Yeah. That's maybe. fucking creepy. Now I've scared myself yeah. again. Now we're not leaving this room. I liked that we had tonight. excused it away. And now I'm like, oh <laughs> and now shit. It's a fucking <laughs> I'm never going can come to again. you at any time. Um, I wanted to tell you a scary story at the end. No. Because <laughs> when I was researching, I found like I kind of went off on a tangent of other Indigenous stories and creatures. And I think I mentioned this one in the Yowie episode, but I never actually read what it did. Mm-hmm. So the Yaramawayahu, the Yaramawayahu uh, is this other creature. I'm going to read this straight. So they're said to live in fig trees. And instead of hunting for food, it's described as waiting for an unsuspecting traveller to rest under the tree. Mm-hmm. The creature then drops down and uses its suckers to drain the victim's blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> After that, it swallows the person, no. drinks some water, oh. takes a nap. <laughs> when it wakes up, it regurgitates the victim, <gasps> leaving them shorter than before. <laughs> the victim's skin also has a reddish tint to it that it didn't have before. It repeats the process several times. At length, the victim is transformed into a Yaramayahu themselves. 
Oh my god, fucked? I hate that. It's like a drop bear, but I know because when I read that, I was like, oh my god, it's a drop bear, and then I was like, no, the That's things have taken a, a demon turn. With suckers. Now it's sucking you into its body and then regurgitating and you it just multiple keeps times, vomiting you and eating you and vomiting you and eating you until you become it. What is that? That is a fucking. Who came up with that? That is fucked. Well. The spiritual land of Australia oh. came up with it. That's who came up with it. I don't like it. I hate it. I'm never going near a fig tree again. Never. Hell. Cross that off the list. <laughs> Done. Along with Poinciana tree. Water. Water. Any water, any body of water in Australia. Um, yeah, no billabongs at 1 a.m. No. Don't walk past. There's one thing we've learned is don't go to the billabong at 1 a.m. Don't guys. go out at night at all. Ever. Um, stay in your house. If you, especially if you live in the bush, just never leave your house. Yeah. Nothing good out there. Nothing good. (laughs) That was really interesting. (laughs) Thanks. Very informative. Yeah. Informative mail hour. Informative mail hour. Um, But yeah, it's pretty late. So bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.